Hello, my name is Gavin McFadden, the Minister of Cardonald Parish Church in Glasgow, and I'd like to welcome you to our service of worship. Grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory for ever and ever. Amen. Let's worship God together as we begin with the hymn, Dear Lord and Father of Mankind. This week our music is taken with permission from Worship Audio Tracks, with all rights reserved. If you'd like to follow along, the words are in the Mission Praise Hymn Book, number 111. Thy coolness and thy power 
Let's pray together. Loving Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are patient with us and forgiving of us. We thank you that in your grace and mercy you sent your Son Jesus to live among us and show us your ways of truth and light, to die for us and take away our sins on the cross, and to rise to life again and overcome death for us all. Thank you that you have given us a Saviour who raises us up to live in the light of your presence. Help us now to come before you in repentance and faith, to receive your forgiveness for all our sins and be renewed by your life-giving Spirit. Teach us today by that same Spirit of Truth to understand the wonders of your love and grace, to be strengthened in our faith and trust in you, so that we may share that love of Christ with our family and friends and neighbours, and all those we share our lives with. Forgive us, Lord, for all the ways we have failed to love as we ought, and for our words and actions and thoughts that have torn down rather than built up, and for all we know to be wrong in our lives. Cleanse us by your Holy Spirit, and renew our love through Jesus Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever. Amen. Let's listen now to God's Word, read from the New International Version of the Bible. Our first Bible reading today is Psalm 32. Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them, and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy on me, my strength was sapped, as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let all the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Surely the rising of the mighty waters will not reach them. You are my hiding place you will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Do not be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding, but must be controlled by bit and bridle, or they will not come to you. Many are the woes of the wicked, but the Lord's unfailing love surrounds the one who trusts in him. 
Rejoice in the Lord and be glad, you righteous. Sing, all you who are upright in heart. Our second Bible reading is from Luke chapter 19, verses 1 to 10. Zacchaeus the tax collector. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He is going to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Amen. Today we continue our reflections on what it means to worship God by thinking about the place of confession and forgiveness, of saying sorry to God. Saying thank you, sorry and please are three words that we use very often. And they also describe different aspects of prayer and worship. Last week we were thinking about the importance of saying thank you to God, of giving God thanks and praise for who he is and what he's done for us. And we were reflecting on how that helps us to trust in God's goodness and know his loving presence with us. This week we're going to be exploring the importance of saying sorry to God of confessing our sins and receiving God's forgiveness. Because how we deal with the bad stuff in our lives is actually a really big deal for our health, our happiness and our relationship with God and others. Did you know that carrying guilt and shame and unforgiveness are dangerous to our health, spiritually, mentally and physically? And that confession and forgiveness are the doorways to freedom and wholeness in our lives. It doesn't take too much imagination to recognise that when we try to carry the burdens of sin and unforgiveness, it weighs us down and gets in the way of our relationships and our worship of God. But when we choose to forgive others and confess our sins and receive forgiveness from God, he restores us and leads us into freedom and joy once again. Psalm 32 describes this. It's a prayer that David records of his own experience of trying to carry his sins and being weighed down and being laid low by his guilt and shame. He said, When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. 
For day and night your hand was heavy on me, my strength was sapped, as in the heat of summer. But then David came to the place of confessing his sin to God and receiving forgiveness. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. And it leads to a renewal of David's faith as he calls others to pray, affirms God's faithfulness, and ends by rejoicing and worshipping God. No wonder he begins the psalm so enthusiastically by saying how happy and blessed we are when we experience God's gracious forgiveness for our sins. Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them, and in whose spirit is no deceit. A number of years ago, I used to help out on Scripture Union summer holiday camps and missions. On my very first summer camp as a trainee leader, one day I took a group of boys to the local golf course to play a round of golf. On the first hole, I decided it would be good to demonstrate to the boys by teeing off first. So I took the biggest swing I could. But unfortunately, I sliced my shot really badly. And to my horror, the golf ball swerved powerfully into the middle of the largest window in the clubhouse, which proceeded to shatter right across. I wanted the ground to swallow me up but I had to go and own up to my actions to the officials in the clubhouse. I didn't know if I'd be asked to pay anything, but I approached with some trepidation. I can tell you my relief when the club official who met me said, it's okay, the window is covered by our insurance. You don't owe us anything. I didn't do any more demonstrations that day, but I was so thankful that the golf club's insurance policy had covered my mistake. When we're conscious of our own shortcomings and sins, God wants us to know that when we come to confess to him, to say sorry, he's not going to condemn us. Rather, he wants us to know that our sins are already covered, not by an insurance policy, but by the precious blood of Jesus, who died for our sins on the cross. Our Lord Jesus has already paid the price of all our sins, and so he is able to remove our guilt and shame. And when we confess our sins to God, he promises to forgive us because of Jesus. That's why it says in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There are plenty of condemning voices around these days, but Jesus' voice isn't one of them. He knows us and understands what we go through, and because he's covered the cost of all our sins, when we turn to him and confess our sins, he takes away our guilt as we receive God's forgiveness. God in his love doesn't condemn us. 
Rather, he convicts us of our need to repent, to change direction, to turn away from sinful and harmful ways, so we can receive his grace and forgiveness to live life in fullness. One of the most heartwarming stories in the Bible, which demonstrates God's love for someone who's been stuck in their sins and who needs grace and forgiveness, is the story of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus treated people by gathering too much tax, so he was very unpopular. You could say his sinful lifestyle hurt his relationships with others, as happens so often. But instead of joining in the public condemnation of him, Jesus does something radical. He invites himself to tea at Zacchaeus' home. Zacchaeus, who must have had the surprise of his life, is actually very pleased and welcomes Jesus gladly. Now we don't know the details of the conversation Jesus had with Zacchaeus, but something must have sparked a change of heart in Zacchaeus. Something brought him to repent, to turn from his sins and go in the opposite direction. It wasn't condemnation. He'd had plenty of that from the people around. No, what changed him was Jesus' love for him that convicted his heart to confess his sins and change his ways. In Jesus' presence, he didn't have to hide. He didn't have to pretend things were better than they were. He could be honest. He could be himself. Because he'd met a person who loved him and offered him a way of forgiveness and new life. Through confession and forgiveness before Jesus, Zacchaeus became a joyful worshipper of God. Confession and forgiveness are then the doorways to fullness of life and freedom in Christ. Today our living Lord Jesus invites us to lay down our burdens and sins, to forgive as he has forgiven us, and to enter into the joy of our salvation as we worship and praise our Saviour who has covered all our sins. Amen. Let's pray together. Gracious and loving God, it says in your word that through Christ Jesus our Lord, we may come boldly before your throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Merciful God, we so need your mercy and grace in our lives, and also in our world, which suffers and struggles with the pain of violence and injustice with the inhumanity of man to man, and with the challenges of poverty and disease. Sovereign Lord, have mercy on us, we pray. And in your great love, breathe your spirit of life through our world, to awaken the hearts of men and women and children, to their need of you, and to draw them into eternal life through Christ Jesus our Saviour. Breathe also through your church in every land, that we may turn from our sins 
and from our failures to reflect the life of Christ to our needy world. God, our healer and comforter, bring your healing to those we know who are sick, your comfort to those who are grieving, and your provision for those who are in need. Eternal Father, keep us all in your love which never fails, and the eternal hope we have, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our closing hymn is Here is Love, Vast as the Ocean. If you'd like to follow along, the words are in the Mission Praise Hymn Book, number 987. Here is love, vast as the ocean, loving kindness as the flood, when the prince of life our ransom shed for us his precious blood. Who is love will not remember, who can see? Throughout his eternal days On the mount of crucifixion Fountains open deep and wide Through the flood gates of God's mercy close our service now with a blessing and affirmation of praise to God. May grace and peace be yours in full measure from God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, and to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. 
to the only God, our Saviour, be glory, majesty, power and authority, through Jesus Christ our Lord, before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen.